Welcome back to the Bug in a Rug podcast. As always, my name's Caitlin. As usual, I'm Whitney. And for the third time, we've turned our air conditioner off. The third time ever? Yeah, ever. We normally, we live with it on. <laughs> I like to be a popsicle during winter time. Most of my cute outfits are sweater related. Yeah. I mean, I'm just throwing that out there. I have said this time and time again, maybe not to you, but just in general, I would rather be in a cold environment where I can layer to my comfort Mm. than be in a hot environment where I physically can't cool down. Yeah, you can't do it. You can't cool down. Like, you can't, even if you drink water. No. Or what if you pour water on yourself? Then the water gets hot. Then you're, yeah. Like, I mean. Then it's just like you're sweating. And then, well, then people can't tell if you're sweating or if you poured water on yourself. But you know what? We shouldn't always complain because we finally have some nice weather during quarantine. We can go out. The kids next door were in their pool splashing around. I was very jealous. They cleaned our pool today. They cleaned our pool today, but it's it. not ready yet. I'm very disappointed. I thought it was ready yesterday. And I went and put on my bathing suit and I went down to the pool. And I went in the gate after I searched and searched for the code for it. Because there's a lock on our pool. And I got in. And it was so dirty. I didn't want to be there. Yeah. I say I'm jealous about people who have pools. But I had every opportunity to go with you yesterday. And I was like, nah. You're like, I think I'll take a nap. (laughs) And I don't even think I did. I think I just laid in bed. You didn't. Suffering from the heat. <laughs> so, we have to record quickly yeah. so that we can turn the air conditioner back on. It's Absolutely. much too noisy to have on while we record. Yeah. So, we've done our best. We took the cat collars off. We turned the air conditioner off. I did not put food in Ellie's bowl when she is scooting it across the floor. That's fine. Food. It's fine. So, any, like... <laughs> ceramic glass scraping noises that you hear are from Ellie. Trying or to a lift. poltergeist. You yes. won't know. She tries to lift up her food bowl and search for food underneath of it. I mean, there is some underneath Poltergeists do that too. Maybe they're just looking for food. Oh, that's sad. Just saying. How do we conjure them food? In the movie The Poltergeist, it is kind of creepy how she like, the chairs are down and then she like turns around and she turns back and all the chairs are stacked up. You know what I'm talking about? I haven't seen it. What? I don't think I've seen it. Are you serious? I don't think I've watched The Exorcist. With a little girl with the TV? No. Are you... I get them all confused with The Ring. I've never seen The Ring. I just know that her name's Samara. How would you get it confused? They're nothing alike. I'm aware. I haven't watched any of them. Okay, well... Now I'm just going to be mad this whole time. (laughs) Okay, good. Good note to start on. (laughs) They're here. Nothing? Doesn't ring a bell? Wow. I remember the Indian Bear. And then it's about the TV. It's all about the TV. Like, that's like the port or whatever. And then at the end, their house gets destroyed or something. Oh, spoiler alert. And they go to a hotel to spend the night. And the the dad. Yeah. No, the dad (laughs) rolls the TV out of the hotel room. Why'd you say yes? Because I thought thought you knew. (laughs) I was tricked into thinking that you knew what I was talking about. Gullible. I'm upset. Anyway, we need to get down to business. Yeah, we've already spent too much time with the air conditioner mm, off. Open the door up for you, and you just walked right by it. We've let's get down, down to, to business, business to defeat ha, ha, the Huns. We can't be copyrighted for that because we were totally off key. Is that how that works? I have no idea. <laughs> we don't make money off of this anyway, so what are they gonna do? <laughs> Sue us for our assets. <laughs> I was trying to figure out how to make that a good joke about our asses, but... I knew you were. I saw it in your face. Couldn't do it. I'm tired of your jokes. Anyway, what's our story about today? So, um, our story today is uh, something a little bit different. Um, okay. and we're going to harken back to an episode we've done in the past. Uh, but okay. I, I'd like to start with a joke. That's going to make absolutely no sense. Oh, God. And then bring it around at the end, okay? Okay. What is a blue whale's favorite risque party game? You already told me this, so I don't know what <laughs> do you want me to answer. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Good. You've been working on your surprise voice. 
F. Mary Krill. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) So, my goal... That joke is going to keep me up at night for how bad it was. Is your story going to keep me up at night, or am I going to be able to sleep as snug as a bug in a rug? It depends on whether or not you choose to participate. Uh, no. But you don't know what it is. Yeah, I don't trust anything that you want me to participate in. What if it was the Great British Baking Show? You would tell me that. Why want you to participate in the Great British Baking Show? No, because that's a lie. I gotta use the challenges to use. Do they have to be British to be on the Great? No, one of them was like Scottish or Irish. Wait okay, a minute. that doesn't help me either. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, Britain is its own thing, but the United Kingdom is, like, multiple, right? <laughs> We're showing how much we know about geography again. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sorry. You kept going, and I was shaking my head because I don't know. <laughs> Can you just let me, your challenge, your challenge. <laughs> Push through. Push through. I'll do whatever you want as long as we can change the subject. <laughs> no, I can't. I'm using a segue. Your challenge is to use cinnamon in the baking the baking challenge. Easy. I'll sprinkle it on top. What if I said you need to eat a whole spoonful of it at one time? I'd say no. Well, then you're smarter than most people on the internet now. Ooh. <laughs> It was a good segue, better than what I've done, what I was trying to do before, but what I'm saying is... Yeah, it was a better segue, but we look like idiots. It's not the first <laughs> time, nor will it be the last. Okay, anyway, what's this about cinnamon I hear? People don't listen in for our excellent geographical navigational skills. You're absolutely right. They listen in for our cinnamon challenges. I am not recommending anybody do this, but yes, that's what we're talking about to start with. Okay. So, first I want, I would like to, um, you know what the cinnamon challenge is, yes? Yes. Okay. So. Winnie, I spend almost every day on the internet in my free time. You told me earlier, you weren't sure you knew what cinnamon tasted like. (laughs) Well, I just picture like an apple pie with cinnamon on top, but I don't think Okay, but that's not... Picturing it and the taste is like Whitney, I know. Okay, what is the cinnamon challenge for those of the our audience that doesn't know? So the cinnamon challenge is an internet um task that people pose to each other and they video themselves with a spoonful of cinnamon and they just put it all in their mouth at one time and I think they try not to throw up. Uh yeah, I don't know. There's a I lot thought of cinnamon was supposed to taste good. Not that much of it. Mm. Not at one time. Mm. No amount of I feel of like any spice, spice yeah, well, it'd be bad. Pepper would be bad. Salt would probably be bad. Maybe sugar would be okay. Is that spice? What is salt and pepper and sugar if you don't count it as spice? Basil, thyme. But is spice paprika? always savory? What's the other option? Seasoning. <laughs> <laughs> When you make a cake and you're adding the sugar, you don't say it needs a little more spice to it. Yeah, but you don't, if you're adding sugar, you don't say, I just seasoned the cake. Do you? (laughs) I tell you what, I will from now on. (laughs) Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God, he on eggs gets smelled. Anyway. So we just veered way off topic. Um. But this this cinnamon challenge, it's the thing that people do. They try and get attention from other people. I don't think there's really any point to it. Right. Um, they're... Clout. To gain clout. Yeah. Which is, like, like... popularity. Popularity. Okay, I didn't know clout meant, really. So there's other challenges out there. Uh, there's, some of them are good. Okay. Right? The internet has lots of challenges and trends um, that are kind of like... Like chain mail in a way. Okay. So, like, some people used to just do this on email where you would uh, get it, receive it from somebody, and it would say, blah, 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 send this to ten people, or else you will get bad luck, or else you don't really love Jesus. I've gotten that way. Can I tell you something? I've never sent those. I've never sent those to ten people. There's a lot of people that send them to me, and I'm like, I'm sorry, Jesus. And I just like... (laughs) 
Um, so there's also internet challenges like uh, the uh, ice bucket challenge. Oh we yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, we did this, and that's like do it or donate or or both. Dump an ice cold bucket of water on yourself and donate to this charity, and then nominate somebody else to do it right. and to donate. Right, and that's for the ALS or. Lou Gehrig's disease foundation um, which is a disease where you basically have the death of neurons that control your voluntary movements Mm -hmm. this is a good challenge this is where the internet is used for good I'd say the cinnamon challenge is like neutral how do you feel about the Tide Pod challenge (sighs) bad bad okay for those of you that don't know there were youngins who were eating Tide Pods and getting chemical burns in their throats because they thought it was clout-worthy. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, but I would like to talk about some challenges that people might not have heard of. Okay. Um, some that I think you probably have and some that uh, I just found interesting that I didn't know about. I'm sure I've heard of all of them. I want to talk about a couple that are a little more on the spooky side. Ooh, spooky spooky. You say spooky spooky. I say Charlie Charlie. Oh. <laughs> so I, I wasn't ready for that one. <laughs> so I, I think you know what the Charlie Charlie challenge is. Yes. But most people probably don't. No, I didn't really I, know the ins and outs of it. I don't think it was, I mean, it was popular, but. Yeah, but that was 2015. When yeah. it was like at the peak of popularity. Right. So I'm going to explain it a little bit. Okay. Um. So what happens with Charlie Charlie, which is a game or internet challenge people film themselves doing yeah. um, in order to, you know, get a little bit of a thrill and also be like, haha, look what I did. Right. So usually uh, people take a piece of paper mm-hmm. and they uh, make a cross and they write yes in the top left corner and then diagonal from that they write yes again. Mm-hmm. And in the then, bottom right. In the bottom right. And then in the other two boxes, they write no. So right. it's like alternating. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you could switch it, but it's alternating. Yeah, I don't think it matters. I think it's supposed to be like a, almost like a spinner on like a spin wheel. Right. Because then you take two pencils, you put um, them balanced on top of each other, one horizontal mm-hmm. and one vertical. Mm-hmm. I don't think it matters which one's on the top or no. bottom. Uh, but the idea is you balance them on this paper and then you ask charlie charlie a question right and charlie will respond by moving the top pencil like a spinner yeah and answering your yes or no question i wonder if you could put other words or numbers charlie charlie you know what i mean Mm -hmm. i don't know anyway yeah i've watched people on the internet do this i've never done it myself i've never done it either yeah i don't think i've i think i've like sometimes i watch these videos and i get nervous yeah that I'm going to get the bad juju and I just shut them off. Oh, yeah. So I, I believe no- that. Yeah, I believe that. <laughs> Honestly. So uh, the idea is Charlie will answer your question. Mm-hmm. But who is Charlie? Uh, an old sailor man. Oh, man, that would be a much better story than what the people on the internet have come up with. Oh, wait, really? <laughs> so there's a couple of different ideas as to where this came from. Yeah. But the kind of consensus amongst social media folks is that charlie is a mysterious demon from mexico cool he travels all the way here to play games with children yeah apparently um but there is a problem with that okay and that is if you look at maria elena naves who she is one of the reporters for bbc mundo which is the BBC television network's Spanish-speaking channel. Okay. Okay, but she's the one who, um, I read her, like, reporting or investigations into this, and she said that if they were to choose a real, like, Mexican demon to summon to answer these questions, um, it would most likely not be the name Charlie. Okay, yeah, it seems very casual. Yeah, it's a very English... (laughs) Uh, Americanized name. Yeah. So most likely you would see something like Carlitos Mm -hmm. if it was of a Spanish origin. Yeah. Or if it was really based on an old god or demon from this culture. So the Aztec and Mayan history, if Mm -hmm. you delve into that, um, you would find names like Tezcatlipoca. 
uh, which is, you know, one of the native languages from the ancient cultures who lived in what is now Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um, Our geography coming back strong, huh? I'm doing a little bit better. Twice, a little bit better. <laughs> twice already. <laughs> twice in an episode. Okay, yeah. So, Charlie, Charlie. It seems kind of boring. Yeah. You well, know what I mean? It's probably not based on a real thing. His Mexican demon. Right. Yeah. There's another theory. So if it was a real Mexican demon, you'd think it'd be more fun than just like writing on a piece of paper yes or no and then putting two pills on top of each other. You know what I mean? I feel like the demon would be mad that we weren't doing something more. Like it has all this power and we're not utilizing it. Yeah, we're just putting number two pencils yeah. on top of each other and hoping that it spins. That's what that's what this lady said. Like you'd think you'd pick something more mysterious, meaningful, or even powerful. Yeah. Of like a word, but yeah, like Charlie. A word. Or like you need certain types of crystals or something. I don't know. It was love the whole time. <laughs> so there's another theory where this came from. Okay. And that um, the year prior to 2015, which would have been 2014. 2014, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, there was a YouTube video called uh, Wagando Charlie Charlie. Okay. J-U-G-A-N-D-O. Wagando? Well, whatever the Spanish word for playing is. Okay. Playing with Charlie Charlie? Playing Charlie Charlie oh. is what it translated to. But these two individuals were playing a totally different type of game. Oh. They were still using pencils, but they were like holding them kind of like dousing rods. Sure. And trying to like hold them so that they could touch the ends together without like. I don't like, think that really works weird. with pencils. No, probably not. But it, but that's where some people are like, oh, playing Charlie Charlie. Like the. It, hmm, okay. It, they don't know. They don't know where it came from. Right. Can dowsing rods be held to find something underwater? Or underground? Like water underground or something? You know what I'm talking about? I think it depends on who you ask. Because some people think that, like, the spirits will lead you to do certain things. And, yeah, I think it's supposed to find, like, water that's underground. Yeah, yes. you know what I'm talking about, right? If I don't know the difference between Great Britain and the United <laughs> Kingdom, I don't think I know the actual use of dowsing rods. <laughs> I could be wrong. Yeah. Okay. Now, let me just say, though, that Mexico itself has capitalized on the idea that Charlie Charlie is from there. Really? Uh, There was a commercial featuring, quote, a Mexican beer. Okay. It is Corona, okay? (laughs) Maybe Corona is a Mexican beer. I don't know. I don't drink beer. Instead of pencils, they were playing Charlie Charlie with two bottles of Corona. How? Listen, I know. (laughs) Oh, like glass bottles? I was picturing cans. I literally said bottles. <laughs> Either way, they don't balance like that. Yeah, that's, yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay, that's actually really funny. Those That reminds me of like the Bigfoot, the jerky commercials. Yes. You know what I mean? And also, if Charlie was a real demon, don't you think he'd be mad? You, don't you think he'd actually come on set? Yeah, probably. <laughs> Bigfoot did. I mean. <laughs> so I have a, I have another example of like an American made invention. The Ouija board. Gosh darn it. Is that Why it? Why do you do this? Yes. Didn't wasn't the Ouija board taken from like some culture that used it for fortune telling? Do you want me to tell you or do you want to try and just mumble your way through it? <laughs> Probably a better job than me. I'd like to mumble my way through it. <laughs> So, uh, Ouija boards were named Ouija by William Fold, who took over making the boards Okay. Um, in the 19th century. One of his workers basically claimed he learned the word Ouija by using the board, and that the board told him that this was an ancient Egyptian word for good luck. Bullshit. That's what he said. <laughs> Fold was like, ah. So, Fold used this board. In... He used the name. One of his workers said, I used the board, and I came up with this word. It means good luck. And Fold was like, yeah, let's use that. Oh, my God. Did that worker get, like, half the profit because he came up with that Probably name? Not. Wow. Okay. So, Fold was like, okay, this, eventually he was like, okay, this is a stretch. We'll just say that the word Ouija is a combination of the German and French words for Yes. 
We is one of them. Oh. Uh, what's the German word for us? I thought it was just y'all. Probably. We we are. We jaw. We jaw. It's fine. We we. we no. Wait. So Ouija boards are just mean. Yep. Yes boards. <laughs> They're just yes boards. Or good luck boards. Or good luck. Why aren't we using it then? Why aren't we using them? Yeah. Probably because of where they actually came from. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> so, um, the actual idea for Ouija boards themselves mm-hmm. are, like, the letters and the numbers and, like, moving your fingers around. Yeah. Call me, calling spirits. It's a board with the alphabet and numbers on it, and you ask it questions, and you use a little planchetta. Right? Is that what they're called? I, I just thought you put the word plantain and pancetta together. <laughs> Is that what it's actually called? <laughs> I thought so i don't know and it you ask it questions it's supposed to spell stuff out by moving the planchetta you don't move it the spirits the spirits move your hands which move the planchetta which is weird because you'd think they'd just move it without your hands on there i mean you'd think okay anyway where did this originally come from so the idea dates back to necromancy practices in china around 1100 a.d (laughs) They, oh, yeah, I was oh right. Oh, my gosh, you were right. I was right. It's it was in my notes. Oh, yeah. So, China used this for necromancy practices to bring spirits back? Yeah. Ooh, they, boy, howdy. Not, not necessarily to bring them back, but they would use this, what they called automatic writing with the planchette okay. sure. to commune with spirits. Interesting. Yeah. Wow, that kind of sucks that this guy was like, oh, it's a fun game. Ha ha. Well, I think other people probably... He didn't, like, invent the Ouija board, yeah. but he named it the Ouija board. Okay. And then he tried to, like, patent it, Yeah, I believe, and people were like, we've been making this for forever. Right. Well, because they like, probably have been. So, Ouija boards really were used to, like, talk to spirits. Oh, that's kind of creepy. Yeah, but they would, like, put it on a wall or in, like, on the ground or something. They didn't, like, make boards of it. It was more like... They use the general idea mm-hmm. of, a like, a planchette and then the letters. Yeah. But I don't necessarily think they had, like, a portable. Specific board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, still. But they could have. At some point, it became yeah. that. Kind of reminds me, too, of automatic writing. Where, uh... So, automatic writing? Where, um... People who can see spirits. What are they called? Mediums? Yeah. And they'll, like... Just like start writing or whatever, and like hope something you the spirit hear me takes when over. I said that it was necromancy practices of automatic writing with the planchette. <laughs> you know what? I thought the automatic writing sounded familiar. We're gonna bring this back to the internet. Okay. Are you ready for that? Sure. Okay. There is a challenge, an internet challenge that was popular. I'm not exactly sure when. Okay. Not now. Not now. Oh, a little bit older. Okay. Um. Because there was a movie made based on it in 2012, so it had to have been earlier than that. There's a movie made of it. Of I've never board? seen this. Movie. Ouija. There's a lot of those. But this is. <laughs> they challenge. look through the planchetta. <laughs> no, that's what it is. We're making a lot of fun here. I still hear pancetta whenever you say planchette. You're probably saying it wrong. I am saying it wrong. Anyway, this movie, I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> so this movie is called the Zozo Challenge. Yes. Okay. So I had never heard of the Zozo Challenge. Mm-hmm. Uh, you seem to have. Yes. Uh, but the idea is that you Ooh. use uh, your Ouija board to specifically contact Zozo or, quote, any other demon. But Zozo. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it the Zozo Challenge if you're contacting other demons? You might as well ask for Charlie. Oh, that's a good idea. So I'm going to read you the instructions. Okay, for the Zozo challenge. Yes. To or any other demon. to contact. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <clears throat> I'm ready. To contact Zozo or any other demon, ask if there's anyone there. Wait, first stop. <laughs> Get a Ouija board. <laughs> Is there anyone there? <laughs> I'm like, small, please. (laughs) Okay, we got a Ouija board. We don't actually have one. No, absolutely not. Not in this house. So you would need a Ouija board. And a planchetta. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then you put your finger, you do the Ouija board thing, but you ask 
if the Sozo <laughs> or any other demon is there. If the planchette moves to yes, you ask how old they are. Okay. If they answer with zero, then they are a demon. Oh. That doesn't make sense, but it's what it says. They're a baby. It's a baby demon. <laughs> then you ask their name, but you may not always make contact with Zozo or other demons. What? Wait. With this being said, Zozo or any other demons you contact can still haunt or possess you or whoever is on the Ouija board. Even though, I guess, you might not contact them, they can still possess you because you're opening this oh. portal. Anyway. That sucks. Whoever it is. Is who you get to talk to. <laughs> Be absolutely polite to demons or even anyone when talking on a Ouija board. I'm going to post the source to this because it's great. Sometimes you can't trust any demons, especially Zozo. Sometimes? Sometimes? You can never. Why are you asking them questions if you don't trust what they say? True. Uh, Zozo is the most known demon. I would say it was Charlie Charlie. No, Zozo. With the Ouija board. You don't contact Charlie Charlie with the Ouija board. I might. You could. You don't always get Zozo. That's true. Okay, anyway, are those the instructions? No, I'm not done. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Zozo's most known demon, he, which I thought it was a she, but they, or any other demon, could come out and possess someone in your group of friends. But more people means less chance of Zozo possessing you specifically. Wait, so what it is saying? You should never play by yourself. So what this is saying is that <laughs> put all your friends in danger so that no. you won't get possessed. Yep. Wow. If you don't want to talk to Zozo, then just say goodbye. If you okay. say goodbye, but you are by yourself or in a party of two or three, then you may already be in danger. So, you need to get a group of four or more. Yep. Because then, statistically, you have a less chance of being possessed. Yes. And then I'm going to read you the rest of this because I think it's very funny. Um, I'm not responsible for anything that happens to anyone who wants to try and contact Zozo. I'm not encouraging anyone to try this. Most recently, Zozo has taken over the body of a young girl, Jasmine Berry. Jasmine was last seen Friday afternoon, 2.34, where she where she bit a student because Zozo promised her eternal life. Jasmine started to draw symbols to conjure Zozo, and then was acting odd, and then wore her hair down, which resembled a horse with what? beautiful hair. <laughs> then she disappeared. Wait, was that in there, or did you make that up? You did make that up. It's literally what it says. Okay, so Charlie Charlie was the pencils. For Zozo, which really brought a lot of repetition, huh, with these demons, Charlie, Charlie, Zozo? Yeah. Is that you get a Ouija board, and you preferably get a group of four or more, mm-hmm. and then you ask if there's anyone there. Mm-hmm. And if it goes to yes, you ask how old it is. Yep. And if it goes to zero, mm-hmm. that means that you are talking to a demon. Yes. It might not be Zozo. No. It could, it could be Charlie Charlie. Mm-hmm. And then you, I guess, I don't know. It sounds high risk, but I guess you'd ask more questions. Yeah, you can commune with them. You have to be absolutely polite, though. Absolutely polite. To demons or whoever you're And then you to. must say goodbye. If you don't want to talk to them, you just say, oh, goodbye. Good. You say goodbye unless you're by yourself or in a group of two or in a group of three. And then... You're already in danger. You're already in danger. How? What do you mean? <laughs> Like, that is it. Okay. I didn't write the rules. Uh, okay. That's all not, Zozo. That's all, like, that's it. That's plenty. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so then the next, I'm not going to even segue because, you know what? That was rad, and we're just going to move on to the next one. Absolutely. What do Charlie, Charlie, and Zozo have in common? They're demons. Keep going. Their names. What about them? Charlie, Charlie, and Zozo. I already said that. A lot of repetition. In what number specifically? Two. Mm-hmm. What comes after two? Three. Yes, so next we're going to talk about the three kings. Did you like that segue? I hated it. I know, me too. It's okay. So the three kings is a game that I also didn't know about. Yeah. Uh, but do you, have you heard of it? Yeah. Gosh darn it. Well, we're going to tell our audience anyway. That's fine. So in 2012, 
the game The Three Kings appeared as a popular trend on Reddit. Mm-hmm. Now, we've said many times. We have no idea. I don't know how to work Reddit. Reddit. I don't even know where I've heard this one from, but... There's, like, pages with specific topics. Yeah. And then if that topic gets... More specific. Too, more specific, then they go into what's a subreddit. So yeah, they're yeah. like, we're blowing up this page with our information, so why don't we take this specific conversation to a new page? Which was interesting, but anyway... Um, so a user named Fable Forge wrote a description of the game The Three Kings on a Reddit page called No Sleep in 2012. I've heard so, of that page before. No Sleep's basically, for those who haven't heard of it, a collection of like spooky or scary things. Yeah. Uh, some of which are games, some of which are just stories or stories. whatever. Yeah. Uh, Can but, be anything. Right. But Fable Forge happened to create such a big conversation discussion about mm-hmm. their post that they ended up taking it to a subreddit so right now there's an entire subreddit of the three kings okay and other games like it so we're going to talk about their specific post was to about playing this game which they describe and i will read their description and your goal when playing the three kings is to enter a place called the shadow side ew According, to I know that I know what this game is, and this one out of all of them is the one that's going to keep me up at night. It gives me the heebie-jeebies. I don't like it. I thought really hard about us playing this game. No, absolutely not. I, yeah, no, Mm-mm. no, it's okay because then I changed my mind. Yeah, absolutely. I thought really not. hard and thought about how bad it's a bad idea. Yeah. Anyway, so according to Fable Forge, we've all seen the shadow side as part of our reoccurring dreams. Okay. So. You have glimpsed into the shadow side, or this place called the shadow side, but you've never been able to really focus on it, was the idea. Sure. So I'm going to read you how you play the Three Kings. (sighs) I just yawned, but I am ready. The ingredients that Fable Forge says you need for this game are a very large and empty quiet room, preferably without windows. If windows exist, they do in the world, but okay. (laughs) You need to be able to cover them and ensure total darkness. Okay. Basements usually work well. No. If they're roomy enough. Ew. You also need a pack of candles. You're only going to need one if all goes well. And a lighter. Listen, I can't. Like, this kind of stuff just, I've never done it. But, like, you haven't even gone to the main part of it. And I'm reading the ingredients. My emotion right now is just, ew, that's terrifyingly gross. I find it fascinating that you live with. One of your main emotions being ew. Ew. It's, I can't express how I feel. It's like the heebie-jeebies, you know what I mean? But it's like, ew, that's just gross. I just want the feeling to go No, I know what you're saying. I'm just saying that of your descriptive terms for emotions, ew is pretty popular. Ew is pretty high up there. (laughs) Anyway, uh, you also need a bucket of water and a mug. Okay. A fan. Two large mirrors, like the size of one on your dresser. Don't worry, they won't be harmed, or if they are, that'll be the least of your worries. What the fuck? (laughs) Excuse me? You will need three chairs, an alarm clock, an active cell phone, quote, do not forget to charge the GD battery. Yeah, absolutely. You will also need a loved one willing to follow the rules and go along with this madness, and a small toy or dear object from your childhood. Okay, I could get all of that, but I won't. But I, I cannot get a room with no windows that is roomy enough to do this. No, I don't think. Mm-mm. I don't know of anywhere that we could. No. So the setup, <laughs> I love how Fable Forge writes this. Mm-hmm. I don't really, but it's very interesting, so I'm just keeping to how he did this post. Sure. The setup. Start around 11 p.m. Place one chair in the center of the room facing north. This okay. is important. Okay. Place the other two chairs exactly to the left and right facing your throne, which I guess is the middle chair. Yeah. The distance between your throne and that of your queen and fool should be about the length of your arm to each side, more or less. That's too close. It's too close. Place the two large mirrors of the queen and fool chairs to the left and right of you facing each other. Try your best to have them stand at a 90 degree angle. Okay. Or else you may get more or less than three kings. Ew. Ew. Oh, God. I don't even know what the kings are, but I can't. 
If you sit on your throne facing straight ahead, you should be able to perceive your own reflection in each of the two mirrors without actually moving your head or your eyes. Okay. If you see your own reflection in the corner of your eye, just barely there, there, then you're doing it right. Sweet. Place the bucket of water in the mug in front of you, just barely out of reach. Okay. Place the fan behind you and turn it on. No. Don't set it to maximum power. Medium or low is usually enough. Okay. And leave it on. Okay. Nice cool breeze. Yeah. It's about to get hot. I'm getting very uncomfortable. I'm sorry. Turn off the lights. Leave the door open and go to your bedroom. Oh, wait. <laughs> what if you're doing this in your bedroom? No. Oh, okay. There's windows. Usually. Usually. You're right. You're right. You're right. Set the candles by the bed next to the lighter, your alarm clock, and your cell phone. Leave your cell phone charging. It's very important that your cell phone What if my charged. alarm clock is my cell phone? No. You need two separate things. Okay. Were you not reading the ingredients? You read them to me. I got it. I was just if wondering. If you just had a recipe that called for sugar and brown sugar, would you be like, ah, I've got sugar. Is that fine? <laughs> it's not enough seasoning. <laughs> anyway. Set your alarm clock for 3.30 a.m. Turn off the lights and sleep while holding your power object. Okay. The one childhood. from your childhood. Get some rest. I'm gonna. I just <laughs> feel gross. Like, I can't. I don't even know what's gonna happen, but I don't like it. Showtime. Is that what it says? <laughs> it says it's showtime. No. Wake up at 3.30 a.m. with your alarm clock. Did they say to set your alarm at 3.30 a.m.? Yeah, they did. They did. Okay. they did. Wake up at 3.30 a.m. Turn it off, but don't turn on the light. You have exactly three minutes to light your candle, grab your cell phone, and make your way to the dark room and sit in your throne. No, I can't. Oh, God. You should be seated by 3.33 a.m. Don't forget your power object. Probably should have said that before I got Wait, 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 wait. It said to wake up at 3.33. No, wake up at 3.30. You didn't say that, but okay. okay. Wake up at 3.30 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got it. I woke up. I was awake at 4.45 a.m. Get out of here. Okay. So, check for potential red flags. If your cell phone didn't charge for whatever reason, abort the mission. Okay. If your alarm didn't go off at exactly 3.30, abort the mission. Okay. If you do find the dark room door closed because you, you left, left it, it open, open, abort the mission. Ew, ew. If the fan is turned off, abort the mission. Thank you. Okay, you're catching on. <laughs> Side note, if you have to abort the mission due to any of the above, leave the house with your loved one. Go to a hotel or something. There's no need to run. You have time to grab a jacket and your keys and whatnot, but leave. No after, way. After 6 a.m., the coast should be clear. No way. No, Whitney, I can't. I can't handle this. What happens, though? If all is going as planned, you can proceed and take your throne. Where's the lump? Do one? not look directly into either of the mirrors beside you. Do not let the candle go out. The fan's behind you, and you must protect the candle with your body. Okay. Which is standing in between. Oh, There's a reason for this, as you'll soon see. Look straight ahead at the darkness. Not at the candle. Not at the mirrors. Just straight ahead. Eagle-eyed readers surely noticed I didn't say anything during setup about which chair was the queen and which was the fool. That's because it's your job to find out. From their point of view, you are either their queen or their fool, too. Okay. So, they're facing each other, but you are either to the left or right of them. Yeah. So, you are either their queen or their fool. Yeah, sure. Who is they? The shadow people? I hate this. I don't actually know what happens. Okay. Because this is what happens next. Okay. I won't spoil what happens next. Oh. Suffice to say, you won't be alone if you have... And if you have questions, you'll get answers. Sometimes in the form of new questions. Do not look directly at the mirrors, nor the candle. Straight ahead. Trust me. Don't chicken out either. You have to wait until 434. By 434, it's all over. You have to sit there for an hour. hour Yes. It's okay to tremble just a little, but try not to. Not because it affects the ritual. It's just a pussy thing to do Mm. while in polite company. True. Fable Forge, calm down. True. (laughs) Did I mention not to let the candle go out? Yeah. That's what the fan is for. You're protecting the candle with your body, but if your body were to suddenly be moved, then the fan would turn off the candle. That's backup number one. Wait, what? So if you're moved physically. If you are physically moved. You want the candle to go out? Because it breaks off what's happening. Okay, 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 okay. That's I'm ready. backup number one. Ew. Your loved one is backup number two. 
At 4.34, she has to come in the room and call your name. If that won't work, she has to call your cell phone. If that won't work, she has the glass of water in the bucket, but she cannot touch you. That's a newbie mistake. Backup number three is your item of power, the toy. The Hold on! What are you doing with the mug in the bucket? Whatever object of strength you brought along for the ride, it'll show you the way if... S-H-T-F. I think that means if shit hits the fan. Okay. I don't know. Interesting. So she has to come in and call your name. And then if that doesn't break you out of it, she calls you. Yeah. And if that doesn't break you out of it, I'm assuming she pours water on you. I think she takes the mug and dips water out of the bucket and, like, tosses it on you. Yeah. But she can't touch you. Right. That's what I was assuming. It might have to be a she. And then... And then... If none of that works, you're hoping that your power object somehow leads you out of whatever's happening. Okay, and what if that doesn't work? That's how I go. Do you you die? Multiple backups. You gotta be a Boy Scout if you do these things. If you half-ass it, half-ass it all the way so it doesn't work at all. The worst you can do is take it seriously enough for it to work and not seriously enough to be prepared for the consequences. what, What happens, though? Listen... He never says. That's the worst part about it. He's just assuming that you'll do it and you'll immediately understand. Yeah. And you'll have prepared by reading all the way through. The thing about this stuff is, though, like this one especially, I think it's I think it's interesting that they don't say what happens because I feel like that gets more people to, like, want to do it. Yeah, and it also, I think, leaves room for interpretation yeah and so your goal is to figure out which side of you is the queen and which side of you is the fool yeah but i also think that people's like shadow side is supposed to be different depending on the person because it's based on your reoccurring dreams yeah so i don't know if it's like based on you it's gonna be different so yeah um if you would play this game let us know i wouldn't no way Mm -mm. nope now, some Reddit users have called BS on this. Okay. Because they did some digging and found out that Fable Forge was an indie gaming company releasing a game or book called Shadowside around the time that this post was made. Okay. Well. So it was basically a ploy promoting their game. Regardless, it gained a lot of traction. Yeah. Like, this is a huge subreddit yeah. of people. Yeah, who did it? Who are, like, doing it and posting their mm-hmm. stories, which I didn't read. Yeah. Because I was horrified. Yeah. <laughs> There's uh, a couple people that have posted, like, explanations of, like, mm-hmm. why you would see things when you did this. Yeah. And it was similar to Bloody, Bloody Mary. Mary. Yeah. It was basically the same thing. I don't know if you remembered us talking about Giovanni Capito. He's mm. the one who came up with the strange face in the mirror. Yeah, illusion, yeah, where your, like, like face is, like, trying to piece stuff together. Right. But it can't. Yeah. Because it's too dark. Yeah, basically. Your brain's trying to explain what it's seen, and and it's just getting jumbled up. Yeah. So your face will morph into different, or what you see in the mirror will morph into, like, different shapes. That it's trying to make sense of. Yeah. Right. Now, when Capito did this as an experiment, he had a dimly lit room and had participants face a mirror that was, like, 40 centimeters in front of them. Yeah. Maybe millimeters. Mm -hmm. Pretty close. And he said at the end of 10 minutes... Gazing into the mirror, the participants wrote down what they saw, mm-hmm. um, and descriptions were different depending on the individual. Right. But they had um, 66% said there were huge de- deformations of their own face. Mm-hmm. Uh, 18% saw a parent's face with changed traits. 28% saw an unknown person. Mm-hmm. 28% saw an kind of like an archetype like a blurred outline of a face which they believe to be an old woman a child or a portrait of one of their ancestors okay 18 percent said they saw an animal face such as a cat pig or lion and 48 percent just said it was a monstrous magical being yeah so i i just found that interesting because that's similar to like the theory behind bloody mary right well, um, it's still mirror. It's mirrors. It's like the same thing. Yeah, dimly lit. And you're mirrors. seeing it out of the, your peripheral vision, so like that. I feel like that's gonna make it even worse. Yeah, you know what I mean. I almost feel like I should. If we were to ever do this, I'd have to do like peripheral vision testing on you first. We're not gonna do it. Absolutely, I'm not gonna do it. But I wonder if you need like to know your peripheral vision is like 
good to go. No, that's what the setup's for. That's why you set it up beforehand. Yeah. It's 11 p.m. Yeah. You're probably right. You have th- you wake up at 3.30. You have three minutes to set up all the mirrors. <laughs> go. Because <laughs> I thought that was weird. They were setting up and then, like, go take a nap. But it makes sense that you need, like... Yeah, you have to already have it prepared. Yeah. You Interesting. Ready? You ready for the next challenge? Sure. So, the next challenge was popular in 2018 and 2019. Okay. It's a little... Recent. Yes. It's a little darker oh not as creepy yeah but darker okay you'll see what i mean sure so this actually had a lot of parents really afraid for the safety of their children okay when it came became popular yeah uh it's called the momo challenge another double name another double name. why do people think demons have names like this i don't know so, uh, the Momo Challenge was a popular, like, kind of chain mail thing. Sure. In some explanations that I read. Yeah. Um, where people would send it to one another, the phone number, and say, yeah, like, hey, yeah. text Momo. Yeah. Um, there or were get bad people. luck for five years. I mean, basically, there were threats of, like, violence against your loved ones. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, in other places, people, like, sought out, like, if you look up YouTube videos, people, yeah. like, seek out the phone number. Right. So... Excuse me, so that they can... Do the challenge. Do the challenge. If someone threatens your family with violence, um, call the police. Yeah. I don't care if it's a challenge or not. PSA. If your third cousin twice removed sends you a chain mail letter that threatens your other family members with violence, still call the police. And then beat them up at the family reunion. (laughs) (laughs) So here's how you play the Momo challenge. Okay. So you have to find Momo's number or have it sent to you. That's what we already said. Cool. Then at 3 a.m. you need to text Momo. Why? Okay. It's the witching hour. This this is why I can't do any of these challenges. I know you want to sleep. Yeah, you think I can stay up till 3 a.m.? There's no, no way. No, no way. You get ready before. No, I'm not waking up at 3 just to do this. No, it's not <laughs> worth it. Absolutely not worth it. Especially in this case because I don't know what, like... The goal is, is like, to just contact you, Momo. You just like don't get anything out of it, which right. is why I think it's more likely a chain mail. Yeah, because it's what's well, a fun game. Kids want to do this stuff so they can get scared. Like, what's the point in the Three Kings? There is none. No, you know what I mean. What's there is what you see the shadow side. Oh uh, well, I guess that's tr- yeah, but like and the company who put out that game slash book, right? Get, get the, I mean, the Charlie Charlie Challenge and the Zozo Challenge are the same things. So you're just there for the thrill adrenaline yeah so anyway you wake up at 3 a.m right and then you um text momo okay what do you text anything oh whatever you want what's up shorty it's Uh, your birthday yeah sure we're gonna party like it's your birthday i bet momo would love that yes you're then contacted by a dark-haired woman with large eyes and bird legs yeah it's weird yeah uh, you have to follow her instructions, or you are faced with more violence or threats against your loved ones. So you have to do what she says. Okay. Uh, some people say she, like, puts out tasks for you to okay. complete. No. No way. Um, like, w- the one that I saw was, like, add my number to your phone right now. Yeah. And then, like, send me a picture of your face. So, like, weird, creepy things. Ew. Don't do yeah. that, children. The dangers were that it was starting to target young children mm-hmm. on WhatsApp, which is okay. a messaging app yeah. that, if you have friends that are from other countries, then this is a thing that you use. Or if you visit other countries. That's what we used when we went to what, El, El Salvador. Salvador. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, parents don't know necessarily about it. Yeah. So uh, it's kind of a way where kids were flying under the radar, mm-hmm. reportedly. Right. And their parents weren't finding out about it. And uh, the other danger is you, they start with small, kind of innocent tasks, like, yeah. add my number. And then it was reportedly resulting in self-harm and even suicide. That's ridiculous. Whoever, I mean, it's clearly not real. So whoever is, like, texting these children should be... In trouble. Yeah. <laughs> so in 2018, a 12-year-old Argentinian girl hung herself from a tree near Buenos Aires... There were two deaths in India shortly after a 12-year-old girl and a 16-year-old boy in Colombia. And then in 2019, the police just issued warnings saying, look out for 
what your children are doing yeah. on their phones and, and things. And there were reports that YouTube videos of Peppa Pig and Fortnite mm-hmm. would be playing. And then hackers had inserted footage of Momo trying to get them to do tasks halfway through. Oh, my God. Um, YouTube has banned all Momo content with threats of violence. And police are, had urged parents to, like... Sit down with your children and talk yeah. about internet safety. Yeah. Talk about how this is stupid. Now, with all the things that I just talked about, all the deaths, suicides in the YouTube videos, mm-hmm. none of this was ever actually proven to be true. Really? Kids did die. Yeah. But there was never any links to Momo. Interesting. So people just made it up. Some people thought that basically what happened was the first girl died, and people were like, why did she kill herself? Must have been because of Momo. Must have been because of Momo. She Mm. must have been talking to Momo. So it it was very sad because the families are trying to figure out what's going on. Yeah. And then people were already panicking about Momo. And it became basically what is now thought to be a big hoax. Yeah. Because there was a hysteria over these children's deaths mm-hmm. and this creepy image that yeah. people were seeing. But if you try and look up, like, screenshots of text with Momo, yeah, I couldn't find any. Well, I mean, I'm, you probably can't. I bet people deleted a lot of them. Or it got, like, they, taken maybe, down. But, like, even if you watch YouTube videos where people contact Momo... yeah. It's not, like, it's clearly their friend helping them out. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. It's not a real number you can text where this is happening. Interesting. Which I found very interesting. So it's just it like, like a story. It was a story huh. that basically spiraled into, all, like, parents being terrified because they right. heard that a kid in another country committed suicide because of it, even though... Well, You'd they didn't still, know if it was real. You'd still want to be afraid because if kids hear the story, they could use it against people who believe it and are unaware. Yeah, absolutely. That it's not real. Right. Basically, Momo's never been proven to be real. Mm-hmm. The there's no like what they call a curator of the challenge. Who's, yeah. Like setting tasks. Right. There are pranksters on YouTube that could have been hacking the videos. But no real messages. Like, yeah. I saw places where people were like, my child was contacted on Fortnite by Momo. Uh, okay. That's not... And that was a joke, yeah. You can't. Well, I think parents are, like, freaked out and yeah. they, somebody was joking. Well, and, yeah, it could have been somebody like, I'm Momo, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Yeah. So, uh, now we got to figure out, you know, where did Momo come from? Yeah. Why is this happening? Why is this, like, suddenly was a thing right now you said you know where the image of momo came from yeah it was like a sculpture by some artist mm-hmm. there is a japanese artist for a horror film special comp- special effects company who made this uh statue called mm-hmm. mother bird mm-hmm. and it's a dark-haired girl with big eyes and kind of a pointed face mm-hmm. who basically just has bird feet yeah and like that was the picture accompanied with momo and everybody would I mean, it's it's scary, but that was the point of it. Like, it's yeah. supposed to be creepy. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be used for some special effect horror yeah. film at some point. And it's a good statue, though. She's a good artist. Yeah, it was good. I mean, it was cool. Yeah. But people just took that and turned it into this terrifying thing. thing. Yeah. Now, what it could be based on, why this became such a big deal to people was because it's very similar to the idea of a blue of the blue whale challenge. Okay. Have you ever heard of the blue whale challenge? Mm, briefly. So I've heard of it, but I don't know like what. Right. So I hadn't really ever heard of it before. Yeah. Um. But it, again, it's kind of dark. But I think this is definitely why people were freaked out by the Momo challenge. Right. So with blue whale challenges. They are have a couple like guidelines. Mm-hmm. One is that there are fifty challenges set over fifty days oh, by a quote unquote curator. That's so many. That's a lot, yeah. Um, and they start out small, mm-hmm. like supposedly the Momo challenges did. Yeah. And they end on the fiftieth day with the participant taking their own life. That's stupid. If you don't participate in the challenge, then there's threats of violence. Yeah. Or, or blackmail. Like I don't understand how people can send those messages to people. 
Like the curators, mm-hmm. quote unquote. What? Yeah, no, people are scary. They are. Um, so then the question is, why blue whales? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, some people think that it's because that they beach themselves mm-hmm. sometimes. Yeah. And they like get themselves stuck, and then they can die. Yeah. Um, others think that there is a Russian rock group called Lumen that had a song that may have been related to like suicide, mm-hmm. and it was called Blue Whale or something. Right, like, it's it was kind related of to Blue Whale. Yeah. Eh. Um, that sucks that their name got pulled into it. Yeah. Uh, but the origin of the game itself mm-hmm. started with Rina Palenkova. Okay. Palenkova, P-A-L-E-N-K-O-V-A. Okay. So she was a teenager in southeastern Russia in 2015. Okay. On November 22nd, she posted a selfie of herself standing outside with a black scarf covering her mouth and nose. And she was giving a middle finger to the camera. And her finger looked like it was covered in dried blood. Okay. Which people found was strange. Uh-oh. Um, Nosebleed. And then she stuck her finger up her nose. Well, if you... Okay. If your nose starts to bleed, you're going to put your hand to your nose. And then she was covering her face with a scarf. Give me one second. To... Uh, Stop the nosebleed, and then the middle finger was put up because she's like, ah, don't you guys hate nosebleeds as much as I do? Yeah, basically. (laughs) The weird thing about this picture was that she had the caption Nye Bye on it. Okay. Which, the only thing I could find was that it's translated to Bye Bye. Okay. I don't know if that's true. It was kind of weird. People are like, why did she do this? Right. Um, but the following day, she took her own life. Hmm. Uh, her death was speculated about on social media, and the lines between fact and fiction kind of blurred. Yeah. People were like, why would she do this? We don't understand. Right. And although people didn't really know the real reason, they thought maybe it was related to... These tasks Some type or of game. Yeah. yeah. Two other girls in Russia killed themselves about a month later, and their parents found out that those two girls were part of similar online groups. Okay. Who shared, um, talked about blue whales. Okay. And a group called uh, F57. Okay. Um, the parents of one of the girls found drawings that she had done at school mm-hmm. that were basically blue whales. Oh. Which was strange. Okay. Um, so a journalist for an investigative newspaper suspected that there were curators luring participants to participate in this game. Yeah. And estimated 130 children might have killed themselves between November 2015 and April 2016 because of these groups. Mm -hmm. Now, I've seen this number debated a lot. Yeah, because, well, I mean, if it's all online and who knows what groups they were in and they're not going to text them directly, so you, some of them I bet you can't. There's no hard evidence to prove it. It's just maybe it happened. Right. And some people say it could be higher and other people say that there's a couple places that say, well, that investigative journalist talked to one of the girl's parents, and mm-hmm. they're like, there could be 130 kids that this happened yeah. to. Yeah. And it was just a number. That it got thrown out, right, right, right. But regardless, this kind of continued, and we had uh, a 16-year-old girl in Georgia, United States, kill herself. Mm-hmm. And her. this is the girl who her parents found, like, drawings of blue whales everywhere. Yeah. Like, they were just everywhere. Mm-hmm. And they didn't understand, like... Mm-hmm. What, what does this mean? Right. So she was linked into this. There are several others that have been linked in this way. Right. They were either posting about it on social media or mm-hmm. they found drawings or they mentioned it in online, like, chat groups. Yeah. In 2016, November, a 21-year-old Philip Budikin, B-U-D-E-I-K-I-N, was arrested and charged with creating the game F-57, which he admitted to. Mm. Now, this is one of the games that several of these kids were reported to be... In in the groups that were linked right. to it. Right, it was, right, mm-hmm. It was an online group that was then discovered to be this game. Yeah. Um, or blue whale type game. And uh, Philip was a disturbed young man. Mm. Uh, he was quoted saying, There are people and then there is biodegradable waste. 
I was cleansing our society of such people. Sometimes I start to think it's wrong, but in the end, I have a feeling I was doing the right thing. Garbage. Yeah, he's a piece of crap. He's not the only one out there. Oh, no, definitely not. Uh, This is one, you know, example of a case where they're like, holy crap, like, we were right. This is... He admitted to this being true. Mm -hmm. Now, some people think social media just got out of control. Yeah. People were looking for links where there weren't any. Yeah. And that he did this to, like, further his fame. He was, like, A lot of people do that, yeah. It's, like, murderers claiming other murders. Yeah. So, sadly, we don't know why. Yeah. A lot of these kids took their own lives or if they were following a trend Mm -hmm. they saw online. Yeah. Which is, you know, really, really sad. Yeah. But it's a creepy world out there Mm -hmm. on with all these challenges and I had no idea that some of these were like a thing. Yeah. I've heard of most of them, but like I said, I spend most of my days on the internet, so Yeah. You watch more creepy stuff. I watch creepy stuff. I never participate. If people text you and they want you to do tasks, don't do it unless it's like funny. As soon as it gets not funny, then don't do it anymore. (laughs) Like Yeah. Anyway, sorry, I think it's kind of escalated to a dark place, <laughs> but I, I think it's, it is interesting to see the spectrum of, mm-hmm. you know, from the cinnamon challenge to kind of creepy games to this is the result of some of these challenges when people take it to the extreme. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy, the difference. So which ones are we going to do? None of them. Uh, Tide Pods. No. Uh, Just kidding. It's a joke. No. <laughs> I could maybe do Charlie Charlie. Uh, yeah. Like, that's probably the most, one I'm most comfortable with out of what we Yeah, that's about. the one I think I am and I believe the least. Although, I could probably text Momo and not be upset other than having to get up at 3 a.m. Yeah, I don't want to get up at 3 a.m. I also, yeah, because I knew Momo. Like, I know. You knew Momo? Just, yeah, I knew. Poor thing. I knew Momo. She's a terrible person. How does she feel about all this? <laughs> I don't know Momo. I would never get up at 3 a.m. to text Wait. Probably anybody, let alone Momo. Regardless of whether The Three Kings is a scary game. I will never. Well, it's way too much work for you. True. We will post our resources if you want to read more about these challenges. I don't recommend doing any of them, quite honestly. I'm not. But we'll post them on our uh, website, bugandarug.podbean.com. We will post pictures on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Facebook's mm-hmm. just Bug and Rug. Instagram and Twitter is at BIAR Podcast. You can email us any other challenges that you think we should not try. But talk about. But talk about Bug and There's Rug. There's a lot. No. There's so many. Yeah. The subreddit on the Three Kings page has a literal archive of challenges. Really? Yeah. Of Ugh. like creepy challenges. Some of them make no sense. Some of them, there's one that's like talks about summoning a dragon for good luck. I mean, that one I could get behind. It didn't sound too bad, other than the part where it says, "When you hear a thunderous roar, do not get out of bed. If the dragon sees you, he'll eat you." I could do that. Don't get out of bed. No, easy. I mean, it actually looked got that easy. one on luck. Maybe we'll do that one. Yeah. If you guys have tried that one, let us know. I'll post the instructions for that one another day this week. Yeah. Wait, what's our email? At BIRpodcast at gmail.com? I don't know why you're asking me. I do not know. I think that's it. Nobody emails us, so it doesn't matter. No one ever emails us. We're sad. Thank you for your stories. I have to find them creepy because I will never try any of them. Like, I don't necessarily believe in any of them, but I believe in the juju behind it all. Like, do I think Zozo's real? No. Do I think Ouija boards are? Yes. Juju's probably another demon. Oh, you're probably right. I'm, I'm not wrong. Yeah. Is Momo real? No. But am I going to text random numbers on WhatsApp? No. Thanks for listening. I hope I didn't creep you out too much. I hope you enjoyed our spectrum of ridiculous challenges to creepy, dark 
dark challenges. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, if it makes you feel any better, we are sufficiently creeped out as well. Yep, absolutely. And probably need to go watch. Well, I'll still sleep as snug as bug and rug because I'm not going to do any of them. So, if I, don't feel I that did bad. them under your roof, would you be freaked out? I'd move. Will you be? My I would loved move. One? I'd leave the rent just to you. Would you be my loved one if we? If I played the Three Kings? No. Hypothetically speaking. No. Hypothetically speaking. No. What if I told you I already played it? Then I'd be mad that I wasn't your chosen loved one. I just tried and you told me you wouldn't do it. Yeah, but I'd like to be asked. This is a test. <laughs> You'd like to be asked. Listen, okay, no. Now we gotta talk about this. Caitlin's been upset because I've been seasoning her food without first asking her if it's okay. Because she'd like to be given the choice. I'd like to be given the choice. So you would like to be given the choice whether or not you participate in these events with me. Yeah. But you're not going to do it. <laughs> Correct. All right. We got to go. Gotta this leave. has gone on way too long. I need the air conditioning. All right. Signing off. I'm Caitlin. I'm Whitney. Bye. Sleep tight.